0: and welcome to a little mini update of Nintendo Week because we are going to give a hot take on the NES Mini that Nintendo just announced. Um, I'm not sure yet if we're going to upload this immediately without any editing or if we're going to, like, hold it off for Tuesday, give you guys a little a special episode in that sort of week off that we're taking as we're deciding what to do with the future of the show. Um... But let's just jump right in. So, uh, if you haven't heard by now, Nintendo announced a mini NES that is coming out on November 11th. It's going to retail for 69 or 59.99. Uh, comes with 30 NES games on it, like uh, obviously the best Mario games. We got Metroid, Kirby, Zelda, Mega Man, Final Fantasy, Pac Man. So there's also some third-party stuff in there. It's really going to be like a, a great NES collection. I was actually surprised by how much third-party stuff there is. Yeah, me too. Yep. They've it's like mobile. they wouldn't go
1: through the effort of you know getting the the licensing rights for all the games for yeah.
0: for something like this. But I'm glad they did. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, 30 games for sixty dollars, including the little system. I mean, that's a fantastic deal. That's a better deal than any of the virtual console games. Cost five bucks.
1: Yeah, and it comes with a controller and an HDMI
0: cable too. Yeah, yeah.
2: And an AC adapter.
0: Yeah, in Europe, apparently it doesn't. Nintendo um, strikes again. But that's a better deal than any individual virtual console game that they have. They're, those are all retail for $5. These are $2 a piece, and you get 60 at a time. So what do you guys think of this product?
1: I'm absolutely surprised that it exists.
0: I didn't expect to wake up to this news this morning. Right? I literally asked... Uh, someone sent me the headline for approval, and I literally asked him, Ryan... Oh my god, is this real? <laughs> like, are, yeah. you, are you pulling my leg right now with this Did headline? Did you click on P4R Gaming again?
2: <laughs> what I think is sort of funniest about this announcement is everyone was complaining about how Nintendo had nothing big for the holidays at E3. Uh-huh. And this certainly isn't their replacement for like a brand new thing, but this certainly is an exciting thing to have out at the holidays. Watch it sell more than Wii U. I know, right?
0: I, it might, it really might. <laughs> it kind of, it's the price of one game. And right. the retro real. appeal, I mean... Like, and the other thing to remember is that this isn't going to be a product that's, like, mainline hardware. This isn't something that, like, the gamers are going to be interested in. This is something that's going to be sold at, at like, you know, the toy sections of Walmart. This is going to be in drugstores, like, in the checkout lane, just as people are waiting to go. And then they see, oh, my God, this amazing value on all these games I used to love. Like, this is a real value for customers. Someone in our staff, I don't
1: remember who it was, but, you know, suggested that this is perfect timing because Pokemon Go is sort of... Mm-hmm. Got got this giant nostalgia-fueling power to it i guess you know all these people that haven't played pokemon since generation one or, or people yeah. that have never played it at all are you know suddenly interested in. so hopefully you know some of those lapsed gamers from yesteryear will be interested in this as well
2: mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly how i see it i see it as they've been having a lot of trouble getting their longtime fans to convert to wii u and to a smaller extent to the 3ds and this is kind of their move to recapture mindshare with those consumers because you know yeah. people who are about my age and a little older Grew up with the NES, and so they want to probably want to you know relive their nostalgia, share it with their kids, get in a right. sort of authentic NES experience because even virtual console doesn't. I mean, the software emulation is pretty great, but the controller is not the same. There hasn't been a first party NES controller uh, mm-hmm. you know since the NES, um, so this would kind of be a way to, to to really capture those people who haven't been buying Nintendo products in a long time.
0: Right, and again, it's an amazing deal. Like, $60 for hardware that you just plug into your console. I mean, lots of different companies have released little sort of mini arcade collections that just hook up to the AV ports in your TV, and they're good to go. But, I mean, nothing, nothing to the extent of Nintendo pulling out the big guns the marios the final fantasies the zeldas all these games that made nintendo famous in the first place like these were leagues ahead of the competition back in the day and you know even though there are all these other little mini arcade consoles that have done this before nothing has had nearly the quality and the value
2: of software in this little tiny device yep and i'd be willing to bet that even most people who had an nes before they'll find stuff that they haven't played before yeah um, they'll probably get a lot of use out of it. Um, I could i I'm personally thinking that most people who aren't like big hardcore gamers will probably get a good year or two of use out of this if they wanted to play through every single game. and that's that's a fantastic yeah. value for sixty dollars.
0: Absolutely. It's Um, such a
1: great, like, party product, too. Just have your friends over and, you know, blast through some Mario and some
2: Zelda. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be playing Tech Mobile. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, and that kind of brings me to one of the things that I find really cool about this is it's so small that you can bring it to parties and it's not a burden. That's sort of something that I feel like Nintendo should prioritize is that they and they haven't prioritized it maybe even since the GameCube is is the portability of their consoles since it is really about sharing it with your friends and and having these social experiences and parties and 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 all that yeah I
0: mean I think that's part of one of the things that made Wii so successful is that it was small but I mean I I think another thing they need to focus on is just making sure it's something that can get in the living rooms of you know, everyone. Cause if, yeah. if it's already in someone's living room, then you don't need to really bring the console. You just need some sort of cloud account system like Sony has, where you can just log in from someone else's console and then get all your data, get all your games that you've downloaded and, and it's portable that way.
2: Yeah. Um, but that's a big tangent. Well, um, maybe not so much because while we're talking about console size and design theory, I'm wondering if anything they're doing with this NES classic edition, telegraphs what they're thinking about in terms of the values for for nx and what consumers might Mm -hmm. be looking for and especially if their goal with nx is to capture recapture all these lost consumers the only
0: thing i can imagine is uh reduced prices on virtual console games uh or offering virtual console sort of essentials packs where you can get on the eShop and then say like give me the essential nes games and it gives you you know 30 games for 60 bucks so there's that and I'm also wondering. I don't think it's gonna happen this way, but I'm wondering if. Uh, actually, I was gonna say that the controller ports might be the same, but then I realized they haven't had controller ports in ten years. I'm just living in the past. <laughs>
2: so, well, they could do something so, like they did with the GameCube adapter on Wii U, where they have a ad- sort of adapter yeah, that's could. used for all these old controllers. Or the and Wii that's remote. one thing that I kind of reacted. Well, if they keep compatibility to Wii Remote. Well, I I mean something like that. How that had the little port. Sure. Uh, one of the things that really surprised me was that they didn't go with the GameCube attachments because you know they mm-hmm. could just keep reselling the GameCube adapter that they already made um, and have, just have it support a bunch of controllers. But that's mm-hmm. they, now that they made it the Wii Remote Connector, they're going to have to think of something else.
0: Yeah. I think they made it the Wii Remote Connector just for the aesthetic value of it. It looks a lot more like an NES. Well, plus it's, um, um,
2: it's much easier to have people connect it to their other systems, if it's the Wii Remote Connector, because they sold... they I should say, they shipped, like, none of those GameCube adapters.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing that uh, I think it would telegraph then, um, except possibly, like, virtual console deals, is uh, being able to hook the NES controller into a Wii Remote for the Wii U
2: and use it for NES games on the virtual console. Well, I guess to circle back to kind of what i was trying to get at was if they're releasing this thing that's very plug-in and play doesn't have a lot of like software overhead that people have to deal with to get to their games we we can imagine Mm -hmm. um does that think do we think that that might be something they'd be prioritizing with nx because it'd be really sort of ah not confusing but contradictory if they put out a console that takes forever to load and then they have this little plug-in and play thing that that you just pop a game and you and you go
0: sure
1: and as PlayStation and Xbox, they're you know getting more and more features and frills, and they're becoming more and more like gaming PCs and less like uh, dedicated gaming consoles. So it'd be sort of an interesting contrast if NX comes out and, like you said, Alex, it's really pretty much just plug in and play without uh, without much in between you and the games.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like that would lose too many hardcore gamers. Um, I mean, but maybe they
2: don't care. Maybe they right. play with hardcore right. gamers. And maybe, is so... maybe they need those hardcore gamers. Right? You know, so but far
1: I... what we're hearing is that this sort of targets lapsed gamers or uh, maybe younger gamers.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I do think that's dangerous, though. I think the best solution would be something that is very plug-in and play, but does have the robust sort of online features and stuff. Like, it's not it's not ignoring everything else that that PlayStation and Xbox are doing. It just makes the games themselves more immediately well, accessible.
2: that's not to say it doesn't have online features. It's just kind of, I'm imagining maybe an OS that gets out of your way a little bit more than maybe the Wii U yeah. OS or the, yeah. the PS4 and Xbox OS is.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's something they're going to prioritize anyway. Yeah, um, hopefully it doesn't take, cause... like, six minutes to load any. Or yeah because we've talked yeah. before about how it takes so damn long to do anything on nintendo's os's you know what they were really really good at was making gaming hardware that just booted up immediately and and went on its way they're not good at making those system os's that that you know bring everything together um and so
2: yeah i i definitely see them thinking of that okay and then i guess the other dimension is We've talked before about maybe they'll ditch discs and go with cartridges, kind of maybe kind of like the 3DS carts, and that would mm-hmm. allow them to seriously like slim down the system. Oh, yeah. so maybe you know, maybe is this a play to kind of tease the idea that maybe your hardware will be smaller in the future? Maybe. I mean, I could see it going other way. I could see it being like, oh, well, we have this little thing for these consumers, and then instead we're going to go in the opposite direction with our other game consoles, and you, Laps consumers, are just going to have to be happy with your NES games, and uh, we'll focus on more powerful hardware for others.
0: Yeah, I was going to suggest that. Is just that, like, I don't think this is anything to read into for the NX. I think this is just completely its own product.
2: Wait,
1: you
0: mean um, this isn't the NX? Yeah, this is the NX. Watch. It is later in the year. Maybe they're talking about it Zelda now. Zelda looks amazing on this hardware.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess the reason I'm throwing this out there is because a lot of what they've said about the stuff that they're doing kind of in the coming year, including their mobile games, um, and a lot of the games that they've been working on in the meantime is to get kind of people into where Nintendo's going for the next few years. Uh-huh. And so I, part of me wants to read this as falling into that roadmap. Um, as opposed to being kind of like their way of of satiating people who who don't want to buy their expensive hardware anymore. So I guess that's where that's coming from.
0: Yeah, maybe. I I think it is mostly just that they're targeting people who, like lapsed gamers, haven't really been in the fold of gaming for, you know, maybe even since the NES days. People who just are not involved with it anymore. They don't care what PlayStation and Xbox are doing. They just don't play games, period. Sure. And this is a, a way to sort of just get some money out of them. It's a you know, relatively easy, and it's really easy to market too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's
2: definitely how this thing's going to sell. So that's yeah, you're right on the money there.
0: Yeah. So um, that's why I don't think it's really telegraphing anything uh, in particular for the NX. It's just something that they can do. It's an easy move for a year when they don't have anything coming. Sure. Do we think they're going to make a Super NES? Oh my classic god, I, I think so. so.
1: I hope so, so hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, I definitely think so. Um, I don't know if it, like, when it will come, but there's no way it's not eventually. Yeah. Um, I have trouble imagining they would do anything beyond that, though. Like, I don't think we would get an N64 Classic Mini. Yeah, I thought about,
2: like classic you know, mini. what would they do for N64, and then I realized that there probably wouldn't be a lot of games on it. Yeah. Like, like the I, only thing that I would want out of it is having the N64 controller that's now, f- like, forward compatible or whatever. But that's mm-hmm. not that that's not that much of a deal breaker for me, right?
0: Although I mean I, I don't know I could imagine them doing like a Game Boy Classic Mini. Uh, I, I just said I couldn't, but now I kind of can, where they have like Game Boy Advance games on it. And yeah, going to say they have like the whole line, like the whole
2: line. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it'd be great um, if they if that. they enabled like a, a feature that lets you stream it to your TV, like the Super Game Boy, the Game Boy Player. Yeah. Too. Oh, great. definitely,
0: definitely. Um, but I could imagine like a. a original game boy design and then if you load up a game boy game like the l and r buttons are just on the side like maybe where volume and contrast were Mm -hmm. something like that um you know that would get retro gamers really interested but also has the functionality of you know 32-bit games
2: yeah i saw i saw someone make the comment that that would be a good idea if only for the fact that people miss the game boy brand yeah i agree with that totally like definitely a lot of the i think people wouldn't be drawn to there would be a lot of games on there if they want to offer this the size of this lineup that people might not be drawn to. But Right. Um just having another Game Boy for the first time in like what is it now? Like like twelve years? It's twelve years, yeah. That'd be pretty that'd be that'd be something. Yeah. Um the other
0: thing the only other thing on my mind here is uh do you guys think that this is like any sort of detriment to the virtual console they already have? Like I know a lot of people have been talking about like why should we care about this? These games are already on the virtual console, like In response to that, I kind of just repeat my sentiment that this isn't really any. This has nothing to do with what they're doing on Wii U or any other system at all. It's it's completely own thing.
2: I guess the question would be: Does this satisfy the sort of remaining market opportunity for NES Virtual Console? Like, if people if this exists, do people have any reason to think about or invest in uh, virtual console, say on NX or Wii U? And I don't know the answer to that question, because I've already bought most of the, ga- the games that I want uh-huh. from this set on Wii U, and I'll be happy to buy yeah. the other ones on this thing. And I don't know what I'll do on NX. I'll probably just carry over my existing library and have nothing else to buy. Like, I don't know how they'll sort of carry the idea of selling, continuing to sell these games forward.
1: So, and we know Nintendo has repeatedly said that they don't plan to release any existing games on mobile just to make new games specifically tailored to mobile. But they've also, for years, said that they wouldn't release mobile games, period. So uh, it kind of makes me wonder a little bit if they're sort of testing the waters to see how much interest there is uh, in their older IP outside of you know, the Wii U install base or the 3DS install base. Because like we said, there's a lot of nostalgia here, there's a lot of lapsed gamers, so it's possible that if, uh, if this n e s mini sells really well that you know maybe they'll start to see oh there's there's still a lot of interest in our a p We should look at other ways that we can get that out to gamers and we could see. Uh, games that don't require precision controls maybe coming to mobile devices because I think there is just this huge untapped market for them to to release you know old RPGs and things like that on mobile devices.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, um, Final Fantasy is already on mobile devices. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was gonna say like with with the success of Pokemon Go, I would be surprised if they don't re-release like at least Red, Blue, and Yellow on mobile um, for maybe like five bucks a piece. Um, just to capitalize on that hype. Because, yeah, RPGs don't need that precision. And, uh, you know, Pokemon has already shown now that it sort of is transcending Nintendo proprietary hardware. So, yeah, I don't know when they would be doing that, but I, I kind of imagine that they're going to sort of realize, look, people are really into the nostalgia. People own smartphones all over the world. This is something really easy to do and make. we can make a big profit.
2: One thing I'm kind of sad about is that they didn't integrate the eShop or your, yeah. uh, your account in some way so that, you know, to maybe you can, if you buy this thing, you can play all these games on your other hardware. Or maybe if you have other hardware already, you can load other games onto this thing that you've purchased digitally or buy them through the eShop through the NES. Um Yeah.
0: Um, I can I understand why they wouldn't those do that. Yeah,
1: I wasn't expecting any internet connectivity just because, you know, then you got to put some extra hardware in there and it it jacks the price up. But I was a little disappointed. They've said in an interview since the announcement that it won't be able to connect to any external devices. Yeah, So, like, you know, possibly I was thinking maybe, oh, you could just, like, via USB or something hook this up to your NX and transfer. But, no, that that doesn't sound like it's going to be a possibility.
0: Well, I wonder if they're going to do something where, like, if you put in the serial number of the mini NES that you bought... Into your NX, then you can download all the games that are included on that. Now, I don't think no, they're going to do that. I think that this is something completely distinct. Again, I don't think it has anything whatsoever to do with any of their hardware, and I don't think it ever will. But uh, yeah. that's like the most
2: compatibility that I can imagine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I don't think Nintendo does even my Nintendo registration for like physical products right now. So hey, I, I really nope. don't see that Right. Funny. Right. Um.
0: um well, we've been talking way more than I ever thought we would about this thing. Um, is that, like, are we set? Is it winding down, I feel like? Um, yeah, I don't really have any extra
2: thoughts. So I guess my final thought is this kind of resolves in a, in a way, in a sort of limited way. One of the problems I always had with the original Virtual Console was that there wasn't really, like, a physical product associated with it. There was a classic controller, <laughs> but that's not, re- that's not really... Uh, authentic sort of way to play Nintendo classic Nintendo games, and this right. is finally that. And so I'm really glad that this thing exists. Yeah, me too. Um, okay. Well,
0: the other thing that I wanted to bring up this week is that we have created by popular demand a Facebook group for Nintendo Week and for the listeners of Nintendo Week. So if you guys want to talk to us one on one and you know get talking with the rest of the community, you can now do that on Facebook. Just look up Nintendo Week. Fun Club, and uh, you can join in, and uh, we've got I maybe about 20 members now. I just set it up this afternoon.
2: Um, and for those of you who don't know, that name is a reference to, like, an old Nintendo uh, newsletter that they send out to fans.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, great. So, uh, oh, there's my phone. Yeah, so you can join in on that, join those conversations, and uh, that's where I think we're going to be having most of the discussions about what we're going to do with Nintendo Week moving forward. Um, Lucky for you guys, I think that this this episode went long enough that I'm going to edit it and make it, like, a little little bit more formal and put it out on Tuesday um, just so you guys have something to listen to but in the meantime yeah join the Nintendo Fun Club today and you um, yeah that's where we'll be talking you can have your voice heard you know we'll be listening to you guys and we're super excited to meet everyone and and get interacting there because that's going to be a lot of fun yep um, we can share all our favorite Nintendo stuff and you know it can be a, about a lot more than just the podcast discussions so
2: Surprisingly, awesome. we do have lives outside of the podcast. Isn't that so, you know, amazing? we don't just exist in the form of audio, so... <laughs>
0: I am an audio-only entity. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. You know the usual spiel. Peace out.